Welcome to the Ascension Podcast. My name is Camille and I'm a coach. This podcast is all about personal development, spirituality and creating the life we want. Thank you all so much for listening. Today I want to talk about something that has had a huge, huge impact on my own state of well-being, how I carry myself, how I see things. It's honestly changed everything across the board. And this is why I really wanted to share it with all of you today. And to be honest, it's still something that I'm learning more and more about, but it's more like a um, a rediscovery and knowing as opposed to learning something new, because it's like learning a function that's already present within you. <laughs> kind of like, um, let's say I had a phone, an iPhone, and on that iPhone, there's all these different apps and functions and things to use on the phone. And you may not know how to use the functions, but they're a part of the phone. It's there. It's already working and in, um, already basically in, in use without even knowing it. And this is kind of similar to, to this. And it's basically about the inside out understanding, how we experience the world from the inside out, everything. So let's just keep it really simple to start with. Um, Basically, anything I experience, anything I think, anything I feel, is all coming from me. I'm living in a world of my own thinking and feeling. So, for example, let's say I, right now, as I'm recording this, anything I'm saying or thinking or feeling is coming from the thoughts I'm having about it. The thoughts I'm having are creating the feelings because thought produces feeling. So let's say I decided to, um, let's say I was speaking to someone and they were telling me something. I might think they're making me think something or making me feel something, but I'm the one thinking it, I'm the one feeling it. And at any given moment, any thoughts I'm having are going to produce a feeling inside me. If I have a thought about, um, what I'm going to eat for dinner later, <laughs> I might start to feel excited about that. I don't know. If I have a thought about something that someone told me one time that really pissed me off, I might start to feel annoyed or upset. But that didn't come from the person. It came from me thinking about it. It came from the thinking I'm putting on that experience. And this is the thing. Sometimes we may think something makes us feel a certain way, or I'm feeling this way because of something external or outside myself. This is why it's so powerful, because if thought produces feeling and I'm the one creating all of my thoughts, I'm the one living in my own thinking, then no person, no event, no situation, no experience can actually have the power to make us feel anything. Because it's only the thinking being put on those things. For example, let's say I had a, a really bad experience at work. Um, and... I was saying, oh, because of this thing that happened to me, I'm feeling this way. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's the thinking and the thoughts I've put on that experience. Because you can feel completely different about exactly the same thing, purely based on the thoughts that are being put on it. There's a separation. There's the event or the person or the situation that happened. Then there's a thought. The thoughts and the thinking being put on that event and that experience. 
And once those thoughts are there, that is when the feelings come in. And it's going to happen really quickly. It can be really, really slight. But there's always that, that separation between what I'm feeling and what's happened and the thoughts that are in between. And thoughts come from me. All of us produce our thoughts. Um, all of us live in a world of thoughts and thinking. We can't actually experience anything without thoughts. It's just, it's how we actually experience the world, right? It's not really possible to feel or experience anything without thoughts. It's our way of actually experiencing what is around us. Which brings us on to something else. If we live in a world of our thinking, and anything in and, and, and anything in any given moment is a reflection of what I'm actually thinking. That means it may not be a reflection of the reality around me. Which is really powerful. Because there's the reality, there's what's actually there, and then there's the thinking I'm putting on it. So if we saw that in any given moment, I'm not experiencing the reality. All I'm experiencing is my thinking about that reality. Which means that the thinking and the reality is never actually an accurate reflection. Because all I'm never doing is living in a world of my own thinking. And when you look at it like that, is your thinking even really something to take too seriously? Is it really something to take as completely true or right? Is it really something to... Um, to live by. Because if thought is simply a, fu a function, something that we use to experience the world, is it something we need to live by? Is it something we need to take seriously? Is it something we need to actually listen to? If it's simply the thoughts that come in and out of our heads? I don't think so. It'd be like, it'd be similar, right? To someone, I'm someone who doesn't really like authority. I like to, um, abide by my own rules <laughs> let's say let's say that but if someone kept telling me what to do and someone was telling me what to do how to live my life and just bossing me around i would hate that i would not be a fan i would probably not listen to them and in fact just rebel against it but is that no different to just living by our thoughts is that no different from just listening to what our thoughts tell us it's one thing to be a slave to someone else, but it's pretty similar to be a slave to our thinking, to be a slave to any thoughts that come into our head at any given moment. And there's a lot of stuff out there about controlling your thoughts. <laughs> and this is where a lot of people just fuck up because when you're always trying to control something, there's such a power struggle, there's such a, uh, um, a struggle of trying to make it a certain way all the time. Why? Why, have, why do you have to control our thinking? What if instead we simply just observed? My coach told me recently, beyond observation lies judgment and analysis. It's a very simple thing, but it's very true. If all we did was observe, we wouldn't go into those lands where we start to judge the thinking, where we start to analyze the thinking and suddenly end up in places that we didn't really need to end up. 
I'm not saying all I ever do is observe my thoughts because yes, I do get caught up in my thinking. Yes, I do uh, feel in ways that I don't want to feel. But the difference is I'm aware of the fact that what I'm experiencing isn't actually a reflection of what's happening around me. It's just a reflection of my thinking about it. And you can apply this to anything, even the past. A lot of us carry stories from the past. A lot of us carry beliefs from the past. There's so many times I've heard, myself included, and someone I've spoken to say, oh, I'm like this because of the way I was raised. I'm like this because of this thing that happened to me. I'm like this because of this thing that happened in the past. But is the past even real? Really? Because if you think about it, all we're ever experiencing is the present. It's not possible to experience the past. It's not possible to experience the future. The only way we can experience it is through our thoughts, again. So let's say I went back to when I was 13 years old and I was thinking about something that was really painful. For example, when I lost my father, I was 13 years old. And that experience, for me to relive it now, is only going to be in my thinking. So in a way, the past is actually carried through time in our thoughts. It's not possible to experience the past because all we're going to experience is the thoughts about it. Just take a second to, to really um, grasp that because I've been um, looking into the stuff for quite a while, but Sometimes I see something and it hits differently <laughs> a second time or a third time. But the main thing about this is that when we live from the inside out, when we see that I'm having an inside out experience in any given moment, suddenly the external holds less power because we see that what happens around us doesn't actually have the power to make us feel a certain way because we're the ones experiencing it through our own thinking, which can change in any given moment. And in a way, it's ownership too. I've spoken about ownership before, but it's taking ownership, not only of what we're thinking and feeling, but just our own states, our own state of happiness, our own state of sadness, our own state of well-being, our own state of anger, you name it. Our own state, we're taking complete ownership of. And it has nothing to do with, oh, this thing that happened to me, this happened in the past, this thing that just happened to me now. The external holds less power when we live from the inside out because anything I'm feeling is coming from my thinking, no one else's. And I'm not here to say that, oh, we're just going to be happy all the time when we're living this way. The thing is, I'm more in a state of content and happiness now than I ever have been. But that's not to say that... Um, <laughs> That's not to say that I don't still get sad or upset or anxious or angry. It still happens. But think of it this way. When we are experiencing different weather, rain, sunshine, thunder, snow, windy weather, all, this, all these different types of weather, hot, cold, we don't start thinking, oh, like... This, this weather needs to, like, I'm trying to change the weather. No one tries to change the weather. <laughs> you, might, you might have people doing rain dances and stuff, but generally, you don't try to change the weather. 
the weather fluctuates. It's always in a constant state of change. It's sunny sometimes, it gets colder, it changes all the time. And our feelings are like that. And the reason our feelings are like that is because our thoughts change. I said, I spoke about control earlier. But if you think about it, I don't live day to day constantly thinking, what am I going to think next? What am I going to think next? What thoughts am I going to have next? That's not how it works. These thoughts just come through me. They come and they go. And when they come, I might have certain feelings about the thoughts I'm having, and they pass. And then some more thoughts come, and then some more thoughts come. And I'm living in the feeling of those thoughts that are coming and going. They change just like the weather. But that doesn't need to dictate what I do. It doesn't need to dictate how I carry myself. It doesn't need to dictate any of that. Because I'm only experiencing <laughs> the feelings from the thoughts that pass through day in, day out. Just like the weather. And people tend to get confused about um, when they're in states of sadness or anxiety. <clears throat> they start to think, oh, now I'm like, you know, I'm not okay, I'm not well, all this stuff. But when it's raining, does that mean the earth is not well? Forget about the global warming stuff for a second. <laughs> Let's just look at it like this. When it's raining, does that mean the earth is not well? No. There's a state of well-being at the core all the time, right? So what if we're the same? What if it's our nature to actually be well? To actually be in a state of well-being? Think about it, babies don't need therapy. Yes, babies cry. Yes, babies get upset. But it only takes a few moments for them to return to that state of well-being. And what if we're the same? What if we're always in a state of well-being, but in any given moment, we're simply just feeling the thinking we're having? And the thinking doesn't need to mean we're not well. It just means that what I'm feeling is what I'm thinking. It's a function of the system. It's a function. That's it. Thought is just a function. And it operates in a way where we think something and we feel it. But it doesn't need to mean our whole state is suddenly like not well or well based on the thoughts I'm having. The interesting thing about this um, insider understanding is that it's not just it's not just about what we're going to be feeling, but it also applies to what we create. There's both. There's there's a state of well-being we're in, but it's also how we um, move through the world, what we build, what we create. And the reason I say that is creativity is from thoughts. I have an idea, <laughs> reminds me of a video I saw the other day, Gary Vee, if you haven't seen Gary Vee before, I recommend to check him out, he says some um, really insightful stuff. But in the video he was just saying, I have an idea, I make it, I have an idea, I make it, I have an idea, I make it, and this is similar. Creativity is what we actually, we are creative individuals, and the reason I say that is creativity comes from thoughts. It comes from having a thought about something and making it, or doing something, or carrying yourself some way, or taking some kind of action. Creativity always comes from thoughts. And fresh thoughts, and when I say fresh thought, I mean original thoughts. 
thought that isn't like derived from our past experiences or things we've heard, that's fresh thought. And the interesting about this is that where does fresh thought come from? Have you ever just been in the shower or going for a walk or just chilling and you suddenly have an idea or a thought that you've never had before? It has nothing to do with stuff you've experienced. It's just a fresh thought, just a new thought. But it tends to come in moments when we're not wrapped up in a world of our thinking. And by world of our thinking, I mean the thinking we have that is from past experiences, from stuff we've already thought before. That's old thinking. Old thinking can be useful, but fresh thinking comes from a different source. And fresh thinking is what we can use to be creative and build new things in the world. So there's a lot of stuff out there about how to, um, how to succeed, how to carry yourself, what steps to take, goals, goal setting, all of these different things. And they can be useful, but there's a, a misconception that anything we, we do has to be a, a struggle in terms of getting somewhere. I don't know about you, but sometimes I've had ideas or I've had intuitive senses to do something and it's been easy because it wasn't me trying to push or struggle against something. It just came as an insightful idea or thought to do. And this is when we can allow that fresh thinking to come through. But in order to do that, we need to be in a space to allow it to come through. It's kind of like, let's say there was a pipe and this pipe has, was having all this stuff going through, but over time it can get clogged up. And when it gets clogged up, it's getting clogged up with old thinking, thinking from the past, thinking we're already doing, and this is clogging the pipe. In order for the pipe to clear out, there needs to be space made for the fresh thinking to come through it. And when we have that fresh thinking, we can start to operate in ways that are different, that are new, that are creative, innovative. And we suddenly start to build things with greater ease. <laughs> this was just a little bit, a tiny little insight into living from the inside out. But if this, um, this podcast caught your curiosity, into living from the inside out, then I'd encourage you to explore it. Drop me a message, um, start looking it up, and rewatch this if you want to, share it to people you think would benefit. But all I'll say is that living from the inside out, when we live in a world of our thinking and pretty much nothing else, a lot changes. And you'll get to see you get to see that for yourself the more you um, the more you realize it. That's all I was going to talk about today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, drop me a message on Instagram at The Ascension Coach. I'll put other links in the description box and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.